this is it. This is the end. The last Junie B. Jones episode. Okay. Okay, ready? Okay. If you hold it, I can't read it. Wednesday. Chapter 9, Socks and Other Surprises. Wednesday. Dear First Grade Journal, Today is the day for the Thanksgiving feast in room one. All of the children had to dress up in pilgrims. Like pilgrims. Like pilgrims of... Or? Or... Native. Native animal creatures. Wait. <laughs> Americans. Americans. Animal creatures. Americans. At the first Thanksgiving. Oh, and so that's how come I told mother, do not make me wear a pilgrim costume. And I mean it. I could not have been louder, by the way. Only, what do you know? Mother said she forgot to hear that. Plus, oh, she gave me the costume drop at Grandma Helen Miller. And so... Big surprise, this morning Helen Miller brought me a costume to my house and oh no, oh no, it's a stupid pilgrim dress. I did a shriek at that thing. Then I ran down the hall and back out the door and I hid behind the trash can. You keep next saying to the, the big step. words. There's no big, oh okay, I see. But mother found me speedy fast and then I had to, uh, then me and her had a little tussle. And what do you know, now I'm sitting in my chair at school. And I am wearing a stupid pilgrim dress. This is the worstest day of my entire school career. Your friend, Junie B. Wait. Ah. Uh, Go ahead. Your friend, Junie B. I do not want to be a pilgrim, and I mean it. I slumped in my seat real gloom, and then... Bam! The morning got even worse on account of May came running into the room and she was dressed like a Native American Indian girl. And that's what I wanted to be. I slumped lower in my chair. May hurried down the row and she poked me in the arm. Hello, Jeannie Junes. Hello, she said. Look at my Thanksgiving costume my mother made for me. I am a Native American Indian girl. She poked me again. Look how great this costume is. Look at my fringe. Stop bragging. Mm -hmm. Look at my fringe. On the bottom of my dress. Look at the beads around the collar. Look at my cute moccasins. And look at the long braid in my hair. I turned my face around from her. Look at the back of my head, I said. May ran around the front of me. And guess what? My name is Junie Jones. And my name is Chief May. And chief of everybody. And I'll be bossing around the Native Americans for feast to, uh, Native Americans at the feast today. <sighs> Plus, I will also be bossing around the pilgrims too. And after that... She looked over at me. Hmm, let's see. It looks like you are a little pilgrim girl, she said. And a little pilgrim girl does not the chief of anyone, is she? And you aren't. A little pilgrim girl is just a girl. She did a smirk. What's your name, little pilgrim girl, she asked. Do you have a name? I made squinty eyes at her. Her. My name is get out of my face, cheap nutball, I said back. I don't know where I came up with that great name, but these jokes just came, come out of me. May frowned her eyebrows. I think your name is Pilgrim Grouchy, she said. After that, she swung her long braid in my face, and she sat down in her seat. Just then, Mr. Scary came hurrying into the room, and she had been talking to someone in the hall. His face beamed at their costumes. Boys and girls, you look so great for our Thanksgiving, in your Thanksgiving outfits, he said. 
we are going to stop. We are going to have the time of our lives with our family today. And he held up one finger. And don't forget, today the office is going to announce who won the thankful contest. I did a loud groan. Great, I grudged. I am ready for hottish and sweatish, and now all I need to do is win a pie and bonnet. Then, suddenly, a noise interrupted my grouching. Tap, 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 tap. It was coming from outside the hall in room one. All of the children ran to see, and whoa, it was Principal, and he was hammering a nail into the door with his shoe. All of our mouths came open at that sight. I cannot believe my eyeballs, I said, real shocked. If I nailed a hole in your door, I would get sent to the principal's office. Mr. Scary, I looked at Mr. Scary. You knew that's true, by the way, I said. I had been sent for way less than that. Sheldon raised his hand. How come you're doing that, Principal? He said. How come you're nailing a hole to the door with your shoe? Just then, his eyes glanced down at Principal's sock. But, whoa, what kind of socks do you have? <laughs> what kind of socks do you have on there? He asked, real curious. Sheldon, quick, got his hands in and knees and looked closer. He raised his eyebrows. Are those knee socks, he said? My grandpa Ned Potts wears knee socks. I got my hands and knees too, said Grandpa Frank. My grandpa Frank Miller wears those kinds of socks too, I said. We call them old man socks. Principal's face looked embarrassed at us. He said to please go get away from his sock foot. Then he quick put his shoe back on and after that he did a deep breath and settled down. Then, surprise, surprise, he reached into his pocket and pulled out a giant blue ribbon and he hung it on the door. First place Thanksgiving contest. Go ahead. Congratulations. Congratulations to you, room one. He said real happy. You won first place in this year's Thanksgiving contest. All of room one stood there very still for a minute. That is called we were in a daze I believe. Then boom we jumped up and clapped and danced and yelled. We won we won we won. We yelled. Mr. Scary's face looked thrilled at us. I knew you could do it he said. I told you that you were a special group and Herbert and me linked arms together and we skipped in a happy circle. We won Junie B he hollered. We won and a giant first blue ribbon and a pump, big pumpkin pie. Then screech, our, all of our skipping came to a stop because we remembered the vomit part, that's why. Herb and I looked sickest at each other. Then all of a sudden, the children looked sickish too. Oh no, he said, pumpkin pie. We have to eat pumpkin pie. But then hop, good old Lenny came to the rescue because he already had the whole thing figured out. Don't worry, everyone. I've got a plan, he said, very excited. He pointed to the back of the room. We've got a giant cleanup sink back there, remember, he said. All of us looked at the cleanup sink. So, Lenny, Lenny grinned. So if anyone makes us eat pie, we can just put it in our mouths and run to the cleanup sink and then quick spit it out. Room one thought for a second. Then, whoo, a big breath of relief rushed right out of us because spitting pie in the cleanup sink is a genius, of course. We started smiling again. Hooray for Lenny, that guy thinks of everything. <laughs> Chapter 10, Naming Stuff. All of us skipped back to our seats. Principal walked to the, oops, careful, walked to the front of the room and he saw our thankful list on the board. We had added some more stuff on Tuesday afternoon. So, whew, now it was at 20 whole items long. Principal read the list out loud. Cranberry jelly in a can. 
exploding biscuits. Nipsey Doodles, Rainbow Sprinkles, Toilet Paper, Money, Philip Johnny Bob, Police Sergeant Chucks, Snossages, Stinky, Good Old Larry from last year's Cookies, but not the Coconut kind, Jose's Remote Control, Lightning Bugs, The Big Box of 64 Crowns, Penguins, Lenny's Washcloth Puppet, Whipped Cream that Whipped Cream that Roger accidentally squirted in his mouth before school, Nasal Spray, and Cartoon Network. After that, he finished reading. Principal smiled real big. Boys and girls, this is the most honest list we have ever had at the school contest, he said. Thank you for telling us what children are really thankful for. Lenny turned around and looked at May. Then he did a big smirk. Nipsey Doodle's rule, he said. May turned her head, turned his head back around. Then we heard feet in the hallway and yay, yay, hooray. Our favorite janitor walked through the door. Gus Valoni. It's Gus Valoni, I shouted real thrilled. Gus Valoni is the nicest janitor in the whole entire world. He was pushing a cart with a table and folding chairs on it. I slumped up and down so, you, so he could see me. Gus Baloney, it's me. Junie B. Jones, I yelled. Did you hear we won the thankful contest? Did you see the blue ribbon on our door? We hurried to the front of the room. What do you have there, Gus Baloney? Is that folding chair for our feast today? Because maybe I can help you with it. Gus Baloney did a chuckle at me. Well, Junie B. Jones, you don't look, don't you look nice today? He said, you're all dressed up like a pilgrim girl. I nodded. Yeah, I know. I said at first I did not want to be a pilgrim girl. And so me and mother had a tussle behind the trash can. And now I am hardly even sweaty. Plus also I can spit pie in the cleanup sink. And so my whole entire mood got better. Gus Valoni looked confused at me. Principal looked confused too. Mr. Scary walked me back to my seat. And he said for me to please stay put. After that, principal helped Gus Valoni and Mr. Scary set up at the table and chairs. And we wait till you hear this. All of our guests had signed up to bring feast and food. So room one didn't have room one didn't have to make a thing. I tapped on my friend Herbert. What kind of food is uh, is your mother? What's your mother bringing? I asked. My mother and grandmother Miller are bringing cranberry jelly. Herbert turned around. My mother has to work today, but my grandmother is bringing carrot sticks. Oh boy, I love carrot sticks. Lenny grinned. Me too. He said, my grandmother's coming to the feast, but she's a terrible cook. So I cleaned up, so so I signed her up for napkins. Sheldon heard us talking. My uncle Vern is coming with Grandpa Ned Potts and they're bringing tater tots, he said. I did a gasp at that delicious news. <gasps> yummy, yum, yum, I said, tater tots. May threw her head back. Pilgrims and Indians did not eat tater tots, she said, real annoyed. My mother is bringing the real kind of food that they ate it for think for at the first Thanksgiving. She stood up at her desk and she swung her long braid around. My mother's bringing squash and beans and stewed onions, she said real proud. After that, room one got very quiet. We were thinking about stewed onions, I believe. Then, one by one, all of us turned around and looked at the cleanup sink and glanced at Lenny. That sink is going to be get a real good workout today, I said. Just then, we heard more footsteps in the hall and yippee! Our Thanksgiving feast, our guest was here. It, or our first Thanksgiving guest was here. It was Lucille's Richie Nana, and she brought her real, actual chef guy with her. The chef guy was wearing a tall white hat with a long apron. It was all the way down to his knees almost. Also, he was carrying a giant silver tray with shiny lid on top. He put the tray on the feast table, and he pulled off the lid. 
and wowie wow wow the giantest turkey I ever saw we ran to the table whoa said Roger how much did that big boy weigh how much did it cost said Lenny can I have the drumstick asked can I have a drumstick asked Herb what's his name asked Sheldon Richie Nana started to sputter oh dear well let's see I didn't really shop for it myself so I don't know what it weighs or what it cost and um I don't think I know its name she said she raised her eyebrows at the chef guy does it First, I thought for a second, then I clapped my hands. I've got an idea, let's name him Mr. Turkey Pants, I said. Then I laughed and laughed, and all of room one laughed too. Names are always funnier if you had pants at the end of them. My grandpa Frank Miller taught me that lesson. Just then, another guest came to the through the door, and it was Herbert's grandma, and she had a big white bowl of carrot sticks. Whoa, that's a lot of carrot sticks, madam, I said. Sheldon looked at me and grinned. What's her name? Oh, what's their name, Junie B? He asked. I thought again. Their name is Crunchy Pants. Mr. Crunchy Pants, I said. After that, all of us laughed even more. Mr. Scary said, go back to our seats. Boys and girls, I know it's fun to have our families at, thanks at our Thanksgiving feast today, but we need to be on our best behavior for them, remember? His eyes zoomed on me. And Junie B, I'm pretty sure we're finished naming food, okay? I did a salute. Aye, aye, Captain, I said. I am a hoot. Just then, I turned my head and I saw my mother come in with Gram Grandma Helen Miller. And yippee, my Grandma Frank Miller came too. They put a big bowl of jiggly cranberry jelly on the table. Hey, look, it's Mr. Jigglepants, I shouted. Mr. Scary did a frown. Mother and Grandma Miller frowned too. Grandpa laughed out loud, though. Grandpa poked... Then Grandpa po poked him with her elbow. Oh, Grandma poked him with her elmo elbow. I slid way down in my chair. Whoops, I said sorry. Then I covered my mouth with my hand and I didn't name the food for the rest of the day. Chapter 11, The Feast. May's mother was the last guest to come to our room. She was carrying three bags of food. I did a sniff. It did not smell delicious. It was stewed onions, I believe. Also, it was the beans and the squash. My stomach did a flip-flop at those stinky smells. I took some deep breaths and tried to calm down. Here's a helpful hint. It does not work that good when you are smelling the stink. Finally, I said, I said the word blech and I held my nose. Mr. Scary snapped his fingers at me. That meant, please let go of your nose, I think. After the guests were sitting down, Mr. Scary said to welcome said a welcome speech to them. Welcome, everyone. Come to our feast, he said. Room one would like to thank you and bring you a delicious food to help us celebrate Thanksgiving. After that, he gave the children a nod. All of us shouted, thank you. A lot of rehearsing has gone into that. This is going to be a wonderful day, said Mr. Scary, so please grab a plate and let's get started. We let our guests go first. That is some kind of guest rule, apparently. Room one lined up behind them, because only too bad for me, because some of them took the lid off that stewy-pewy tomato onions, and the smell almost knocked me down. My stomach felt sickish and rumbly. I hurried to the end of the food line. Mr. Scary saw me go, but this time he did not get mad. Instead, he made an announcement to all the children. Boys and girls, today is a celebration of all the things that we're thankful for. And since each of us is thankful for different kinds of food, just take the food that you love most and enjoy every single bite. Oh, all of us did a breathe of relief. 
the then things got even better because Mr. Scary walked us over to the supply closet and he pulled out one more bag of food for a Thanksgiving feast. Its name was Nipsey Doodles, shouted Lenny. Mr. Scary brought Nipsey Doodles. He ran to Mr. Scary and did a high five. After that, we could not wait to get our plates of food. It was the tastiest Thanksgiving dinner I ever even ate. I had turkey and carrot sticks and Nipsey Doodles and cranberry jelly. Herb had turkey and carrot sticks and two plops of applesauce. Lenny had just had Nipsey Doodles and that's all. Plus, he also took four napkins. It will make my grandmother feel good, he said. After that, we finished eating and walked around the room. We thanked our families for the food that they brought. Thank you for your crunchy carrot sticks, I said to Herb's grandmother. Thank you for your hugey big turkey, I said to Grandma Lucille's rich nanny. Your napkins were delicious, I said to Lenny's grandmother. After that, I thanked Mother and Grandma Miller for cranberry jelly. And then Frank Miller picked me up and he spun me around real happy. Frank will be my will be fun in my real actual class, I really I believe. After we got done with our thank yous, Mr. Scary said he had one more surprise for us. Then he looked in the hallway and he did a nod. And guess who came in? Miss Gutsman, I shouted. It's Miss Gladys Gutsman. Miss Gladys Gutsman is the bestest lunch lady in the entire world. I sprang out of my seat. Hello, Gladys Gutsman. It's me, Junie B. Jones. Miss Gutsman was holding two pies in her hand. She put them down and waved at me. Hello, children. Hello, Junie B. Jones, she said. Congratulations on winning the thankful contest. She took out a pumpkin pie, and she held it up for everyone to see. Boys and girls, I baked these pumpkin pies myself, and I used my own family recipe. These pies will melt in your mouth. Lenny looked at me and rolled his eyes. Mine will be melting in the cleanup sink, he said. Ditto, I said. Ditto was a grown-up word for mine will be melting in the sink, too. Herb's face looks blockish and sickish. I did not want to get it over with, he said. Oh, I just want to get it over with, he said. Lenny nodded. Let's do it, he said. Let's hurry up and get our pie, and then we'll do a quick spit in the cleanup, uh, spit in the cleanup sink, and then it will be all over. Mrs. Gutsman started dishing out the pie. Me and Herb and Lenny took a deep breath. Then we quick ran to the pie table. And each of us grabbed a plate and we ran to the cleanup sink speedy fast. We looked at the pie and made sick faces. Then we took another deep breath and ready, set, go. All of us shoved some pie in our mouths. After that, we stood there very still and we just let it sit there. It felt cold and squishy. I smacked my lips a little bit. Herb and Lay smacked their lips too. Then one, two, three, gulp. We swallowed our pie at the exact same time. And wowie, wow, wow, that stuff was delicious, I tell you. My head had confusion in it. Wait, hold it. I don't get it, I said. I hate pumpkin pie, but this pumpkin pie tastes delightful. Herb smacked some more. Yes, he said, it does taste delightful. Lenny did not talk. He was busy licking his plate. After he finished, he looked up and smiled. Miss Gutsman is magic, he said. All of us laughed real happy because that was the answer. Gladys Gutsman is magic. We hurried back to the pie table for seconds. Thank you, Gladys. Thank you. Thank you. I said real loud. This is the bestest first prize I ever ate. I ran and hugged her real happy. Miss Gutsman did a chuckle. 
Then she leaned down and she hugged me back and she said, don't call her Gladys. Chapter 12, happy turkey day. After the pie was gone, I threw my plate in Mr. Scary's trash can. Oh dear, oh dear, that's when I saw him. Philip Johnny Bob was still sitting on the desk with Police Sergeant Chuck. I had almost forgotten about that guy. I ran over and picked him up and I hugged him real tight. Philip, I said, how did I forget you? You've been sitting there for two whole days and you did not have one thing to eat. Philip nodded his head. I know, he said, I would really like some cranberry jelly right now. I patted his softy head. I know you would, Phil, but you can't have cranberry jelly, remember, I said. We tried it last Thanksgiving and you still have cranberry stain on your mouth. Qu Phil quick wiped his face. Oh yeah, he said, right. He looked at the feast table again. Is any is there anything I can eat over there? He said. I did a sigh. I don't know, Phil, he's I said. At home I should just shove a peanut up your trunk and no one brought nuts to the feast today. I pointed to the carrots. Wait, no, what did I just miss a thing? What about those? Would you like to, me to put a carrot in your trunk, I asked? Phil shook his head. No, that would look gross, he said. I nodded. Yeah, you're right. It would look gross. I looked around. Then all of a sudden, I spotted a brand new bag of Nipsey Doodles. And they were sitting on Mr. Scary's desk. And a Nipsey Doodle was just the right size for Phil. I quick opened the bag and I pulled a, put a doodle in his trunk. Yum, said Philip. This doodle is delicious. Thank you, Junie B. Thank you. Just then a voice shouted in my ear, hey, hold it, those doodles don't belong to you, mister, you are under arrest. I quick spun around. The voice was coming from May, but she was pointing to Police Sergeant Chuck. She hurried to Mr. Scary's desk and she quick picked them up and then boom, out of nowhere, Chuck bopped Phil in the head with his trunk. You stole an ipsy doodle and stealing is against the law, he said. Then May tried to take the doodle right out of Philip's trunk, but Philip ducked around and everyone saw the big commotion. Mr. Scary frowned real big. May started to holler. None of this is my fault, she said. Peanut Butter and Johnny has a nipsy doodle in his trunk and Junie B stole it for him. I stamped my foot. I did not. Nipsy doodles are part of our Thanksgiving feast and the food is for sharing. May stamped her foot too. But that's not sharing food, Junie B. That's a brand new bag and it belonged to Mr. Scary. Then May tried to put Phil away from, pull Phil away from me. As I pulled him back, Philip bopped his head on Philip's, wait, Philip bopped Chuck on his head. And then all of us got, got ready to wrestle. Only before we could even get started, Mr. Scary jumped in between us and he stopped us from bopping each other. Girls, girls, that is enough. Have you forgotten that we have guests? Me and May looked at our guests. May's mother was frowning at us. Mother and Grandma Miller were frowning at us, too. I glanced at Grandpa Frank Miller. He did a wink. That was refreshing. Mr. Scaries kept on talking. I really don't understand what's getting into you, girls. When you pick up those elephants, he said, it's such a puzzle to me. I thought for a second. Then I did a little shrug. I don't know why it's a puzzle, I said. Me and May are just playing with our elephants, and elephants like to bop each other. May nodded her head. Yes, she said. That's what the trunks are for. Trunks are for bopping. That's how elephants play. I thought some more. Then I looked at May. Yeah, only maybe Mr. Scary doesn't know that, May. I said, maybe he doesn't have an elephant at home. I did a pause. Oh, right, she said. I never thought of that. She looked back at Mr. Scary. Well, anyways, that's how elephants play, she said. And so Junie and I automatically know that. 
I smiled. Yes, I said, we do. Then all of a sudden, blink, a light bulb came off in my head. I did a gasp. Mr. Scary, Mr. Scary, you were right. I said, even though May and I are very different from each other, we both have elephants. And so that is how come we are almost being friends now, because we have something in common, just like the pilgrims and the Native Americans. May looked curious at me. Yeah, but we're not really, really friends, right, Junie Jones, she said. It's just for one time, correct? Correct, I said back. We can't be friends forever, May. That would be ridiculous. We don't even like each other. May got relief in her face. Whew, good, okay, she said, because I really like being different from you. I know it, May. I like being different from you, too, I said. Very different. May smiled. I smiled back. When I tried to do a fist bump with her, but she did not see it coming, and I accidentally hit her in the arm. Ow, she said. Ooh, sorry, I said. May shrugged her shoulders and then rubbed it off. After that, we both skipped to our seats with our elephants and we hugged each other, uh, hugged our elephants real tight. It was a lovely moment, I think. But all of a sudden, I got interrupted by shouting and I quick looked up. It was Sheldon and Uncle Vern and Grandpa, Grandpa Ned Potts. Happy Turkey Day, happy Turkey Day, happy Turkey Day, they said real loud. They were holding hands in front of the room, and they were doing three squeezes. All the children stood up. We grinned from ear to ear. Happy Turkey Day, we shouted. Mr. Scary looked at room one, and his face got beamy and proud. He was thankful for us, I believe. Oh, and that's it. Oh, my God. Peyton's asleep, and she missed the grand finale. Ah, oh, children. All right, guys. Welcome to Reading to Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you.